Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today, I finally got around to something that I'd been telling myself, you know, I ought to do that. You know, I ought to do that. You know, I ought to do that. I ought to do that, you know. I should probably do that. Finally, today, I did it. I went to Cots Baseball. If you're not familiar with Cots Baseball, it's named after a player from the 19-teens, something like that. Maybe it was 19-0s. Cot. His, his first name was Cot. Um, Cot's Contracts assesses how much a team spent in the baseball season. I didn't scroll all the way down the sheet to see how far back it goes. And I could have gone a bit further and it would have been kind of a bit um, interesting. But I decided I wanted to see how much Cots contracts had the Cubs spending in each of the last number of few years. So possibly, maybe, perhaps, perchance, we can get a potential possible read on how much the Cubs will spend next year. It's all hunching. It's all guessing. But numbers sometimes help with stuff. Have you ever done any, like, uh, mathematical, um, oh, strings? And you get a string, like, I, I'm, I, I give you a, a, num, a, a string of numbers, and you tell me what the next number is going to be. For instance, um, three, six, nine, twelve. What do you think the next number is going to be? Probably 15. Probably right. Now, you, you can do all sorts of different funky things and make it screwy and make it difficult and impossible to guess right. But let's say you go uh, 2, 4, 8, 16. What do you think the next number is going to be? 32. Uh, they, they can get very complicated, very complicated. Heck, you can have them include imaginary numbers. Imaginary numbers. Wow, there's a concept. Um, well, I went with I went with the Cots contract Cubs number on how much they spent on contracts for the last X number of years. 2016, the Cubs spent 205 million on their payroll. 205 million. Is that a lot? Is that horribly little? Is that absolutely nothing? Is that, oh my God, Tom Ricketts is so darn cheap. It's a number. They had moved up to that number. If you go to Con Cots Contracts, you can check to see if they spent in 2015, 2014, 2013. Back a ways. Um, $205 million on payroll in 2016. In 2017, it fell off to 183 million. 2018, it climbed back up to 193 million. Then in 2019, it was 237 million. 2020, it was 20, 216 million. So what is it this year? It's less. It's less. Um, 173 million. Now, why why would I be even going there? Because I'm trying to figure out what would be an appropriate number for 2022. 
2022 will probably be largely based on what ownership expects payroll will be, uh, what ticket sales will be in 2022. It has nothing to do with, oh my goodness, he has a $3 trillion corporation. No, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's not what's being prioritized. What's being prioritized is how many tickets are we selling? How many people are go going online and ordering Cubs tickets for 2022? Now, it hasn't started yet. Won't start until, hmm, I don't know when they'll start. Um, but at some point, they will announce the schedule and they will start selling tickets or at least making it possible for people to obtain tickets. 173 this year. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, at least with Anthony Rizzo, who went to the small market New York Yankees, Javier Baez and Trevor Williams, who went to the small market New York Mets, and Andrew Chafin, who went to the moderate market Oakland A's. Yeah, I know the market size doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter because the owners are about making money and staying under certain financial markers and all that kind of stuff. I might even add a little something on that a bit later. But um, the 173 looks pretty solid because that money has been guaranteed to the other teams, a lot of it. And, well, Kyle Hendricks and Wilson Contreras, they're not going anywhere. So the 173 might climb a little bit toward the end of the year if... You know, they end up adding an extra, uh, if they end up adding some players off the DFA wire or something. But 173, that'll probably be it. So, what would be an appropriate number for next year? And why would that be an appropriate number? Now, a lot of fans will, oh, well, I want it to be more. So, it, okay, fine, but... Want has no bearing on anything. What is the logic? What is the reason? What is the um, evidence? What is the evidence, evidentiary reason for you saying it should be this number here? I'm very, I'm very uh, bearish. I'm thinking 120, 120, 125, maybe 115, somewhere down that range. There's just not really going to be a whole lot of interest in spending on uh 2022 and as you notice even with the um pandemic and the shortened season with 2020 the 216 number is based on if it would have been a full season so the last three years it's gone from 237 which is penalty 216 which is penalty to 173 the 173 included Javier Baez for an entire year, Chris Bryant for an entire year, Anthony Rizzo for an entire year, Kyle Hendricks, Jason Hayward, Wilson Contreras, etc., 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 etc. So, 2022, what are you expecting the number to be and why? Uh, I said I might add a little bit more about the small market teams, etc. I don't know how closely you were following on Twitter and other things. The trade deadline rumors. For a bit of a while, it had sounded like 
Rizzo might be going to Boston or Tampa. Those were the two names I had heard most uh, conclusively. And what it sounded like was there's a deal that the Yankees might be putting together and it's kind of out of left field. Kind of, sort of. They did that with Joey Gallo and then they did that with Anthony Rizzo as well. What made it completely out of left field was that the Yankees don't want to go over the limit. They don't want to have that big X by their name. They do not want to go over the spending limit. And when they found out that the Cubs were more than willing to trade them Anthony Rizzo and let the Yankees only pay league minimum on the remainder of Anthony Rizzo's salary, they were very, very interested. And what ended up happening was Jed Hoyer swallowed all, except for the league minimum, maybe even tossed in that, I don't know, um, for better prospects. The Yankees provided the Cubs better prospects for Anthony Rizzo because Jed Hoyer was willing to pay almost the entire amount. Again, it wasn't Jed Hoyer saying, hey, I'm going to do you a solid and not even ask for anything in return. He definitely got something in return. He got better prospects. That is exactly why he did it. That is exactly what he was after when he did it. So, what does that have to do with any of the future? What seems logical will be, which seems logical to me, the Cubs will probably downsize quite a bit in 2022. They might bring back one of the core. They might not. But the number will not be 173. The number will not probably even be close to 173. It will be far lower. And, <coughs> excuse me, with it being a far, far bit lower, I would imagine Jed Hoyer will probably prioritize Jack Peterson or Trevor Williams' contracts where, they, where the Cubs have rights to a player for one year or two years. And if they do well, they are flipped at the deadline for more prospects. Because that's what I would do. That's what makes sense. It really doesn't appear the Cubs are prioritizing 2022. Doesn't seem it. And if they're not going to prioritize it, they're not going to be very likely to be diving into a four or five or six year deal with a pitcher or a hitter or in big money. No, they're not going to. They will have very little interest in doing that. They'll sit in the background, sit in the weeds. And that's if there's a season. Why do you think, why would you think the Cubs are going to bump it up to 190 or 200? That's not the goal. The goal is to be good in 2023 in 2024 and 2025 
because Jed Hoyer gets his contract renewed or gets fired on how the team is doing in 2024 and 2025. That's how it seems to me. When you assess 205, 183, 193, 237, 216, 173. I'll say the numbers one more time in this order. 205, 183, 193, 237, 216, 173. What number comes next? Why would that number come next? Does it matter that with the next number, the Cubs will not be paying down Chris Bryant's contract. I don't know if they paid down Chris Bryant's contract. I don't think they had to. I don't think the Giants were particular, particularly interested in that. But with the Mets and the Yankees, both from New York, major market cities, both of those owners said, oh yeah, we'll give, uh, both of those general managers said, we will definitely give you better product prospects if you pay us more money. So, uh, 237, 216, 173. First to second number drops 21. Second number to third number drops 27, 27, 39. So, 39, it's down 39 from last year. So, if it drops 50, that'd be 123. Will it drop 100? Will, will it drop 50? I don't know. But I, I see no reason for anyone to think that it's going to be anywhere near 200 or 180 or anything even remotely close to that. Maybe 160, maybe 150. I don't know. Cott's Contracts is a site you should visit periodically. Anytime you have to know who spent what on which in which year Cots contracts is what you're looking for. And it's very useful, very easy to navigate. And if you decide you want to check on the Cubs, and then all of a sudden you want to say, you know, I want to check on the on Tampa Bay, or I want to check on the Phillies, right? It's all there. It's all there. Go look, check, assess. Is stuff going up? Is stuff going down? Check the Reds. Is it going up? Is it going down? What do you ha- why would you assume what? You know, is it trending down? Are the Midwestern cities trending up or down? Are the coastal cities trending up or down? Are there trends that are worth noticing? I doubt the Cubs are going to spend much next year. And either way, whether they do or whether they don't, I'm going to be prioritizing minor league games given the option either way. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a nice next week.